Well, hello there, top teachers. We are your hosts, Bridget Spackman. And Michelle Emerson, and we are here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization, and productivity as a teacher. Today's episode is all about playing catch up. No, not the condiment you put on hot dogs. (laughs) This episode is going to focus on how to get all your work done when life gets in the way and you get behind. But first, let's hear a TSH from a top teacher. This top teacher says that their time-sucking hurdle is trying to get all of the work I missed done. I recently had to miss school because my kid got sick and I had to stay home. I feel like I returned to school and had a huge mountain of things to get done and no time to do it. Help me. Listen, this school year has been a real challenge for so many of us in this area. It seems like we've had everything thrown at us from illness to virtual to weather day and we completely understand where you're coming from. Yeah, this happens to all of us at some point. Life just gets in the way as it does and we have to make adjustments. It definitely isn't easy, but we are going to hopefully give you some great tips in this episode to help you power through and get it done. So in the beginning of this year, I think Michelle and I both had um, crazy experiences where we just really got behind. And so we want to share our experience with you and also kind of give you some ideas of how we went about just trying to play that catch up, try to play catch up in general. So I'm going to start with my experience. Is that okay? Yes, go for it. All right. Thanks. Uh, (laughs) So for me, it was in December. In December, I ended up getting sick. Um, We actually had to go virtual for a little bit because we had really high COVID cases in our district. So we went virtual for about a week. And I think it was like the third or fourth day us being virtual that I realized that I wasn't feeling good. Um, Went and got a test sure enough, I was positive for COVID. And I got really sick afterwards. And it ended up being that I was sick for about five to six weeks, which was kind of insane because it just never seemed to go away. And then I would get new symptoms after new symptom. And I got really behind. It was to the point where, I mean, I was laying in bed and I just wasn't doing much of anything. There was just no way that I could. Yeah. And, you know, in those moments, I feel like as teachers, so often we feel guilty and we feel like, but I have to work on this. I have to get this done. And it's like in that moment, even though Bridget did end up getting behind, she did the right thing. She took time off from, you know, school and her business and all of that so that she could focus on her health. And even though it's hard, it is what we have to do in that moment. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right. So my experience is very different. Mine happened in the middle of February. Mine is travel related. And before y'all come at me, this was not like a vacation by any means. I can't really share what the trip was for quite yet. You all will understand in another like couple of months. But Billy and I had traveled to Texas and we hadn't, I mean, we knew that Texas was supposed to get snow, but we were thinking about what it's like here at home when it snows and like it's not that big of a deal. Life goes on. That is not the case in Texas because they are very ill equipped <laughs> for snow. So basically, the day that we were supposed to fly home the night before, it had snowed a lot and it had iced. And that was the biggest problem is everything was covered in ice. So our flight home ended up getting canceled and we could not rebook for another two days. So I had to teach from our hotel room, (laughs) which thank goodness we were still virtual at this point. It was before hybrid had started. So I taught from my hotel room. 
Then on two days later, we go to the airport and our flight is, you know, scheduled to go. We're like, yes, we're going to make it home. And then literally every single flight out of the Austin airport got canceled. So at this point, we had a few choices. We either had to wait. I think this was on a Wednesday, I want to say. We had to wait until Sunday to be able to fly home or we were going to have to drive to Dallas. We chose to drive to Dallas, which in hindsight actually was a horrible idea because the roads were horrible. They were completely iced over. It took us about nine hours to drive from Austin to Dallas, which if you're familiar with that area, that should only take three, three and a half hours at max, like maybe four if there's bad traffic. So that was an experience. We get to Dallas the next day. We were able to get a flight out, but I had to teach. Well, I ended up, let's see, I taught one day from a hotel room And then I had to, we had a snow day. So that actually ended up benefiting me because at home we actually got a snow day. So we were off that day. And then the next day I got home and I did teach from home that day. So it was just crazy. And even though it wasn't as long as Bridget's, it was right in that time when we were starting to transition to hybrid. So I missed a lot of like important meetings. And once I got back, I suddenly had this really long list of things I had to do. Yeah. And I think that was the big thing that we both ended up just having so much lost time where we had either things that we were doing for our business, things that we were doing for our personal lives, and then also for school. And it all just started to pile up. And it's that moment when we get back and it's like, oh my gosh, I have so much to catch up on now. Um, And we had it for very different reasons, but for good reasons nonetheless, right? So I think in this episode, what we're going to do is after kind of sharing that, you know, we both had this experience at the beginning of the year, we thought it would be a really good idea to sit down with all of you and just help walk you through how we played catch up because it's a big thing. And we get that question quite a a lot, actually. It's that whole thing of, well, what if I don't get to my to-do list today? Like, what do I do? Do I push it to tomorrow? Do I, you know, try to get it done that night? Like, how do we go about it? So in this episode, we're going to be sharing four tips for just getting you back on track after you get behind. Now, please know these are not revolutionary. (laughs) We cannot create time out of thin air, but these are going to be really good reminders so that when you are feeling stressed in that moment, you can come back and listen to this episode and remind yourself of what you need to focus on. So your time is precious. We're going to jump right into it. The first tip is to prioritize what's important. If you have gotten behind, whether it's due to an illness or due to something travel related or just life getting in the way, you probably have a huge list of everything you need to do. Instead of doing the easy things first, which I know I have a habit of doing because you can easily get them off your list and then you feel like you're getting things done, but in reality, you're saving all of those like big tasks that you're kind of dreading until the end and you don't want to get it done. Or instead of doing the things that you enjoy first, because again, that's going to be easier, it's going to increase your motivation, you have to do those most important things. So if you think back, we had a podcast episode, it was episode 045, The Reality of Establishing Balance. In that episode, we discussed that our lives are like juggling a bunch of balls and each ball represents something you have to do. This is one of our favorite episodes. So please go back and listen to it. We'll link it for you in the show notes. The reality is we don't have five balls. A lot of people try to just categorize their life and they're like, oh, well, I have school and my personal life and my fitness life and that's it. We actually have like 55 balls. Okay, they all represent Mm -hmm. individual little things that we have to do. But the reality is some of those balls are plastic and some are glass. 
So we can drop plastic balls, but we cannot drop glass balls. If we drop a plastic one, it's fine. It's just going to bounce. We can pick it back up again. But if we drop a glass ball, it's going to shatter. So go back and listen to that episode. It is one of our favorites. We highly recommend even go back and listen to it again if you've already heard it once, because every time I listen to it, because I've listened to it a couple of times. Same. I I just I feel so happy and I get so many good reminders. Yeah, absolutely. So you have to figure out which of your to-dos are going to be your glass balls and which of them are going to be your plastic balls. And if you, if you even if you want to sit and write glass or plastic next to all of your to-dos, I think it's a really good reminder of the things that you have to do and prioritize first. So yes, we want you to be able to do all of the things, but here's the reality, guys. We can't, <laughs> especially if we're behind. We just can't do all of the things. So we have to prioritize what is important and focus on catching those glass balls. Now, if you catch all the glass balls, all right, and you're just a really good juggler, <laughs> then you can try to catch some of the plastic balls. But if the plastic ones fall, it's going to be okay. It's not going to be something that is going to totally throw you off that you're going to end up getting in trouble for or it's going to really hurt you either personally or professionally. So here's an example of that. So you all have a better idea of what we're talking about. Getting your interim grades done may be a glass ball, right? It's something you have to do. It's it's an expectation set by your school. It's not something that you can just choose not to do. However, reworking your math lesson that you taught last year and trying to make adjustments so that it's better suited to your kids may be a plastic ball. Yeah, it's great if you do catch that ball and you do get it done. But is it the end of the world if you have to teach the lesson the exact same way that you did last year because you're behind, because you're to-do list is 10 miles long? No, it's not that big of a deal. So focus on catching those glass balls, those interim grades, or those parent communications that are absolutely dire that you respond to. And then as Bridget said, if you catch all of them and you are able to still juggle some more and you can catch some plastic balls, that's great. But it's not the end of the world if you drop plastic balls. If you're behind, it's going to happen and that's okay. So once you're able to prioritize what's really important, the second thing that you need to do is to create a plan from that. And when we really get behind, we automatically begin to feel stressed and overwhelmed. That was me back in January when I went back to school and back to work. I was very stressed and I was feeling very overwhelmed. So we do have an episode 064 that's all about how we handle stress as a teacher. So this will also give you some really good insight into how Michelle and I go about dealing with stress and how do we try to organize and prioritize things. You're going to see a little bit of overlap within these two episodes. But again, I think it's a really good reminder just for all of us out there when we are having those times when we are incredibly stressful. So once you have a really good idea of what you're going to be prioritizing, now the next step is going to create a plan. Now, this is one that's probably my favorite parts of it all. And here's the thing, guys. When we start to get behind, we automatically start to feel stressed and we start to be over. We start to become overwhelmed. This was Michelle and I right at the, you know, the beginning of the year when we had our situations that just led us to get behind. We were starting to feel stressed. Now we do have an episode 064 that is all about how we handle stress as a teacher. Now you're going to see a little bit of overlap between these two episodes, but I think it's a really good reminder of how we handle stress as a teacher and also how we play that catch up because you're trying to deal with both of them at the exact same time. 
Yeah, you're trying to cope with like two really difficult things. So when we say make a plan, the first thing you need to do is just brain dump. Like you need to get down every single thing that you're behind on. I don't know about you all, but I feel like the more I think about it, the more I'm like, oh yeah, and I have to do that and I have to do that. You have to get it down either into a notes app digitally or down onto paper because otherwise you're going to just be circulating through it in your brain. So this is your brain dump time. Open up your notes app on your phone or use a notebook. We do have a podcast episode all about the notes app. So you can check that out if you want a little bit more information and then spend about 20 to 30 minutes thinking about all those different areas of your life that you are needing to play catch up on. You can create categories and then list out all of those responsibilities, all of those tasks that you missed that you now have to get done. So the key here is getting everything out onto paper and then out of your brain. Your brain is not meant for storing information for a prolonged period of time, especially the information that it's just really quick. It's our to-dos. I mean, how many times have you thought, oh, I'm going to remember to do that later. I don't need to write it down. And then you end up forgetting it. So get it out onto paper or on your notes app. This will really allow you to see what you need to accomplish and even when you need to accomplish them by. When we take the time to truly brain dump, which means that it may seem pointless to like some of us to be able to keep our brain free to think about um, and make it like an actionable game plan. But when we take that time to do it, you're going to see a huge difference in your stress. It's going to end up de- decreasing and your productivity is going to start to increase. All right. So now that we have prioritized what's important, we have made a plan. Tip number three don't come at me, y'all, is to break the rules, okay? We preach tough love to you all about how you should not be working outside contract hours. But now we are telling you to break that rule. Okay, just this once, hear me out. The reality is if you have missed several days of school or you had several days where you couldn't lesson plan, you may need to work outside of contract hours in order to get caught up. When I came back from Texas, I hadn't gotten my lesson planning done for the next week. I think I got back on like a Friday and typically by Friday, all of my plans for the next week are done. So I had to spend Saturday getting caught up. That's just what I had to do, but it was a one-time thing. Since then, I have not been working outside of contract hours, but since I missed so much school time, just this once, I had to break the rules and get it done. Now, this is okay, and it's even necessary from time to time. These are very special circumstances. I mean, being caught in an ice storm or a snowstorm in Texas or getting sick with COVID is not something that happens every single day. So special circumstances, just do not make this a habit, which it can tend to be a habit. You're like, oh, I play caught up. Now I'm going to rest and I need to like relax after playing catch up. No, no, no. You can't do that. You need to keep going with your momentum. You need to have that push through it um, and you will start to kind of balance out and it will get a little bit easier. Now, it depends on your personality, but we will be more stressed when we're going into the next week, which is not having your plans done or Um, you will be able to kind of double up on the next week and then just be able to get them done. So just kind of keep that in mind. Um, You really have to pay attention to your personality. You have to be able to kind of push through some of those moments where we're just like, ah, this is really, really stressful. I need to get it done. Like we said, I know it's going to be totally difficult, but you're going to have to truly pay attention and just say, I'm going to continue to push through this. It's going to end up getting better because we promise you it does end up getting better. 
Yeah, I'm that type of person where if I don't have something done, it's going to cause me more stress. So when I got back from Texas, I knew we were transitioning into hybrid teaching. I would have a lot more things popping up that I was going to have to take care of in comparison to a normal week. So for me, the best solution was just getting my planning done over the weekend instead of trying to double up the next week. Now, reward yourself, y'all. Okay, it's not fun working on the weekend, but you did what you had to do. So find ways to make it more enjoyable. Maybe you're going to wear your favorite comfy outfit while you do it or make your favorite cup of coffee. Maybe you're going to plan a lunch date with a friend afterward. Maybe you're going to go for a walk. Plan something that you love to do so that way it doesn't seem so daunting. And keep in mind, other jobs do have to do this from time to time. Okay, I know as teachers, we're always like, well, no other jobs do they have to work outside their contract hours. They may not have to as often, but they do still have situations where they may have to. For example, Billy is a financial assistant, and sometimes if he gets really backed up at work, he may have to do a few things on the weekend, and that's just the reality. Again, don't make it a habit, but if you have to every now and then, it's okay. We will forgive you. So the last tip that we have for you is going to be one that I think um, was a really big struggle for me for a very, very long time, and that's going to be to ask for help. Um, If you're anything like Michelle and I, then you are probably someone who likes to have your hand in the pot. Is that the saying, hand in the pot? (laughs) I don't know. I think it is. But however, we we like to have so many things that we're working on, right? We have a lot going on in our lives. And to be honest, sometimes we think that we're superheroes. We want to be that superhero. Me personally, I want to be the superhero mom that is able to do all of the work, you know, be successful in my career, but also be a good mom and also have a personal life at the exact same time. The reality is, is I'm not really a superhero and even superheroes sometimes have to ask for help. And so instead of adding on to a time when you're super stressed out and you're trying to play catch up, here is your permission to ask for help. It is okay to ask those around you to help get you caught up to where you need to be. So at some point, we have to acknowledge our limitations because we all have limitations. And to ask for help from from those of us around us is really, it's difficult, but it's also um, something that just makes others realize, listen, you're human too. We all get it. It's that connection factor, right? Um, So an example of this is back when I was sick in December and in January, I mean, I got, I don't, like, I don't want to say my, my case is severe. I think that's a really hard thing to admit, right? Like I did struggle breathing. I didn't have to be hospitalized. Thank you so much. Like, I'm very, very grateful for that, but it was very difficult for me. Like I struggled. And so I ended up having to ask help from my teacher partners and just for them to be able to plan my, my class because I couldn't do any of my planning. There was just no way that I was able to, to function and to sit and write lesson plans every single day for a substitute. That just wasn't going to happen. So I had to ask um, another example. I had to ask Michelle for help with the podcast. Like I was behind on certain things and there were things that she kind of stepped in and was able to help me to do. I had to ask help for my husband, you know, to help take care of the kids more because I wasn't able to get up and, you know, make dinners and, and do all of the things that I normally would do. But just because I asked for help, this does not mean that I was failing. Um, it simply meant that I was limited in the abilities and that I was able to just, I just had to reach out to somebody close to me and ask for that help. I feel like that's a reminder we all need because it is hard to ask for help because we do, we feel like we're failing, but 
like Bridget said, we are not superheroes. We are human. It is normal to ask for help. So think about those tasks that you could ask for help on. Obviously, there are some things that you have to do yourself. And again, it goes back to prioritizing. If it is something that only you can do, then you may need to do that task, but ask for help on other things. After you figure out which tasks you can get help on, identify who can help you with those tasks to get them off your plate. As Bridget said, she reached out to her team teachers. She reached out to me. She reached out to her husband. Obviously, I can't help Bridget with her lesson plans, but I can help with certain things with the business. And then remember to return the favor and show that you appreciate them helping in some kind of way. So maybe if your team teachers really helped you while you were out sick, can you buy them a coffee the next week or treat them to lunch? If your husband or wife or boyfriend, girlfriend, dog, whoever is helping you, can you maybe, again, take them out to a nice dinner in order to kind of say, hey, I really appreciate you stepping up during this time? Yeah, absolutely. So let's go ahead and review all of the four tips that we mentioned in this podcast episode. So the first thing that to do is to prioritize what's important. Um, the second thing is to make a plan. Number three is to break the rules. And four is ask for help. We would love for you to head over to our website and submit your TSH for a chance to be featured on a future podcast episode and go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. That way you are notified every time we drop a new episode. You can leave us a review on iTunes. We truly read every single one of them and they make us so happy. So until next time, be timely, stay organized, and be productive. Bye-bye. See ya.